Welcome to Whatever Wednesday. Welcome. Well, it's Wednesday for you, but it's uh, Sunday afternoon for mm. us. And uh, Nick has just preached at Grace Nip. And uh, we've just had lunch and feeling kind of sleepy. Yeah, you know, it's good. Just chilling again in the podcasting studio slash office, and um, enjoying a little bit of international um, pipe tobacco here with some good old coffee. Nick's not having any, just so you. Well, know. I am. I'm passively enjoying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we got great ventilation. Everything's good. Yeah, um, but. Uh, it's Whatever Wednesday, and we thought this was perfect kind of mood for Whatever Wednesday. Andre's still on holiday, so he's. He, I wanted him to join us for this, but it just uh, didn't work out. Plus, it's too late, too early for him. We'll get there eventually. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Nick just preached a cracker sermon on Proverbs. Proverbs, yeah. Which you don't often hear. I just sort of, I was thinking while you were preaching... You don't often talk about the proverbs. Yeah. You don't often hear proverbs preached on. It's it's quite of a weird thing, isn't it? Mm, it's almost definitely. like it almost got me thinking. It's kind of like preaching on the Ten Commandments or something. You know, it's law essentially at some level. But you know, there's so much more complexity to the proverbs in yeah. some sense, and you've got to be so aware of what you're doing and not doing and whatnot. So I think it's probably an intimidation factor that gets people. You know, it's a well, yeah. rather go with the Ten Commandments if I have to choose something. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a well worn path. But yeah, you did a great job and there was everything, you know, it's just a self-contained little sermon in a proverb. Yeah. And I just love that idea. One of my favorite things to do, and if you don't, if you're looking for, a, if you're listening to this and looking for a, a way forward in your morning devotions or if you just feel lost, like the Bible's too big, you just need a bite size, but you don't know where to go. I really do recommend the proverbs. Uh, usually because, and I've got this great thing, Crossway published it. Uh, it's just a proverb just the book of Proverbs that they've put in a leather bound. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's great. Beautiful. Beautiful. And it's just got a bookmark. And so you just do one. They've just segmented each unit of thought uh, in the book of Proverbs. So you just do one proverb. And and the thing is, it's not an artificial prayer that would come from that. You're not trying to make it up or figure out what it says. It's just usually saying something pretty forthright, mm-hmm. pretty direct. Definitely gives you a lot to consider. Certainly you can go deeper if you wanted to. But you're not... You're not doing injustice to the passage by just simply considering the proverb yeah. as it is. And uh, and usually if you got like a 10-minute time to pray or whatever, it just launches you right into, you know, Lord, I'm sorry, I don't mm. do this well. I've been a fool. Um, you know, this <clears> is something I can really uh, lay hold on for the day. Thank you for grace. Thank you. That, you know, you just go right through it. Each yeah. day is a different proverb. I've heard um, uh, if you don't have that particular crossway version of it, I mean, a lot of people, they're 31 proverbs. Uh, yes. And 31 days in most months. So you just, what day are you on? Go to that chapter, pick a proverb. I've got know. another book. What they've done is they've taken the proverbs and rearranged them topically. Mm. So every proverb on the tongue, every proverb on anger, every proverb on lust, greed, etc. Arranged mm. alphabetically. Yeah, actually, I actually have that on my bookshelf and I, uh, I appeal to it all the time. Right. Just in terms of whenever I'm preaching on a topic. Mm. I, like to, like, I like to reference a proverb on the issue. Yeah. So it's it's really helpful from that point of view. Which book is that? Peter Furwinder or okay. from PNR Publishing. It's an oh, older right. older book. Right. I mean they probably don't even publish it anymore. 
crazy. I'm glad I bought it. Yeah. Probably about 20 years ago I bought so it. So gold. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it'd be good to actually put that up. Um, you know, often you, you can find books like that in random old bookstores <laughs> and, you, you know, it's good to know if they're gold. Um, but yeah, so the Proverbs are great for devotions. The Proverbs are great to just, I mean, you, you can do another thing if you're a language guy. Um, or if you're learning languages, uh, here's another plug for what Crossway. Oh no, sorry, this is not Crossway. This is um, ooh, I should know this. Uh, this is IVP. Um, I'm gonna have to double check on that, and my, I might need to correct myself. But it's um, it's actually uh, Jonathan Klein, who's Meredith Klein's grandson, has put uh, a bunch of language helps out. He does. He's a big. Uh, mm. I think he's the editor for now. It's either IVP or something else, but one of those sort of um, academic press kind of books. And they they uh, he's put out a whole lot of like. Um, you keep up your biblical Greek, keep up your biblical Hebrew, and just really okay. helpful stuff. Just very, very good. And it's, it's like they're just buying into this now, and they're publishing it really beautifully and well. And um, and so one book he put out, so it's this beautiful leather binding again. It's just really inspirational. You want to read it, you know? It's just, uh, and it's got this, it's almost like the ESVs with the carby patterns and stuff. Uh, it's this green emerald thing, and you pick it up, and and uh, and it's got all the, it's like the what I was talking about earlier with the Proverbs, yeah. except in Hebrew. Huh. So it's just all you got to do is get through one of those guys for your your language um, upkeep, and um, and then you're also just getting that one legitimate segment of proverbs for your you know contemplation. Nice. So you know there we go. There's another option to get into proverbs, uh, and then of course just preaching. Goldsworthy um, has been one of the most. I haven't uh, to be honest. I haven't read it in the way that it deserves. I've skimmed it. But um, I skimmed it enough to know, oh, i got to come back to this. If I'm ever preaching through the Proverbs, um, I'm going to make sure I look at that intensely. Uh, just showing how the Proverbs fit into redemptive history, just making you aware of what you're doing there. Yeah, um, Keller's got a devotional book through the Proverbs. Yes, you mentioned that one. Yeah, Derek Kidner's uh, little commentary where he rearranges. Derek Kidner, right. Yeah, he rearranges the Proverbs, and it's, it's a layman's type commentary. Uh, he rearranges them according to topic. So he puts all the proverbs on different topics together and exegetes them that way. Yeah. Which is super helpful. That is super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, um, it, you know, it's something. Uh, have you ever heard anyone uh, preach on the proverbs yep. through, right through? Yeah, all the way through. So they use Kidna. Okay. So uh, that, he tends to be the guy. Um, who, who have you heard that you could recommend? So, I mean, that was, it's, it's just my own pastor back in South Africa. Who used to preach expositorily through various books of the Bible. Okay. So you just choose maybe the 13 main topics of Proverbs or whatever it is and just preach through those. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. topically would be good. Um, uh, I'm just, I'm almost, you know, I would love to, you know what I'd love to do? It would take too long, but just one proverb, one, one at least, uh, you know, actual statement. One proverb, a sermon, like you did today, yeah, essentially. But it would just take a long time. Yes, it would take too long. Yeah. Essentially, you know, you'd have to. And some jump of the proverbs around. are in a larger context. Yeah, like yeah. chapter fifteen, That's the true. first eight verses are all about and the tongue or whatever. Proverbs thirty-one, yeah. <clears throat> proverbs yeah. thirty-one, yeah. So there are portions that that uh, are larger quicker. thematic yeah. sections. But those little segments would take long enough. Yeah, it would be a long. Uh, and series. maybe just. Uh, Someone came back to the comment uh, to me afterwards today. They didn't realize the book of Proverbs was written to children. Yes, I thought that was a great point. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I so, I mean, it's, there, yeah. It's, 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 a parent, it's a parenting manual. Yes. The parents are supposed to share with their kids to help, to help them understand the world they're in. Now, yeah. there's a couple of things you've got to understand there. There's 
<clears throat> what's the covenantal context? So in the first place, there are some creation norms. Um, there are some consequences that sin brings about, which are yeah. universal. Right. But then there are also some Israel-specific situations, yeah. like blessings for obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's some the Mosaic covenant does influence and bring a feel into some of the particular proverbs. So you just need to navigate, depending on the proverb you're reading, whether this is a an Israel mosaic covenant thing or if yes. this is a uh, common grace creation thing totally that's a really big point so, similarly to the psalms and so, yeah, you know exactly. exactly the same way you'd approach that some of them for the kings and whatnot but um but you know in general i mean just the the idea of that being written to children is so important uh, i've heard i think it was um oh man i really can't remember where i heard this oh, i might have been Paul Maxwell, if I'm not mistaken, listening to one of his podcasts where he talked about the value of the Proverbs in, in for a fatherless generation. Oh, you know what I mean? Powerful. I thought he, uh, that just struck me because that is a, that's a great point. You know, a lot of people bemoan the fact that they've had no mentors and, yes. uh, and no fathers. And so as a result of that, they're just sort of floating. Yeah. Well, the Bible gives you a way to father yourself. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, of course, you're not fathering <clears throat> yourself. You know, God's fathering you through the word as it were. But you, well, when you, it says my son, it's the father speaking to you. That's right. And you've got yeah. every part of the wisdom of the ages at your disposal that God would have you have as a father to a son. Yeah. Isn't that profound? Yeah, very profound. So like to not be in the Proverbs is pure insanity in some, way, in some ways. That's why, I, you know, but it, again, it gets, uh, it gets very intimidating when you read it through do, 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 here's a yeah. song here's another proverb here's another proverb so you got to take it in bite sizes yep and that's why it's perfect for devotion it's just yep. one a day. and it's one of the bibles aimed at children mm-hmm. and uh, it's it shapes our identity it shapes our worldview it gives us clean categories of wisdom folly righteous unrighteous um some just some big picture categories which mm. are very useful for people to just yeah put some foundational stuff in place totally it's uh, one of the points you made today um, that I thought was so good is, well, and you kind of, uh, not particularly from the proverb that you were preaching from, but just in general, which I think the proverbs uh, in general do do echo, um, that we tend to look at those things and it's easy for us to see the sin in other people and the sin in the fool in the yeah. proverbs. And I love the way the book of Proverbs itself addresses that issue in that it I was saying to you earlier this morning, I mean, yeah. it kind of sucker punches you yeah. all the way through. And it gets me every time. That's the that's the other thing, you know. At one level, you if you're if you're tricked by this once, it's, it's, it's kind <laughs> of, you know, curious enough. But then to have that happen over and over again as you read the same book is just mind-boggling because you think like, dude, am I not learning my lesson? What's going on? Yeah. But basically, you know, it's it's this idea of look at the fool. Haha, <laughs> look at the fool. Wow, what a fool that guy is. Yeah. Look how foolish that fool is. I am the fool. And then, yeah, there's more hope for that fool <laughs> than for someone who thinks he's wise. Oh. And you just, oh, there's the gut punch right there. Well, I mean, my experience as an early Christian is I, the two books I read first were Revelation and Proverbs. Don't mm. know why. And, dude, I was black and blue after reading Proverbs because mm. the fool does this and the fool does that. And I'm like, I am the fool. <laughs> I am the Judas. I, I am the guy. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm all the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, in that level, Judge what's amazing about it is yeah. that Proverbs lifts you up because it goes, well, well done. That you've actually you've actually identified the most important well, that's thing. Well, that's the beginning of learning. Yeah. Is, so you know, now you have, <laughs> you've stepped into wisdom, you know, which is wow. just so counterintuitive. It's, it's, yeah, it is a mind-boggling, profound little book. I got to admit, a lot of the stuff, even after reading the commentaries on so many of those problems, I don't know what, what's going on with a lot of them. You know, I just, 
it's just it could mean a few different things and well that's right and they're, they're, they are a collection of some of them are ad hoc statements mm. like from just pearls of wisdom that would have dropped from solomon's lips mm. on various issues that he would have judged in his royal courtroom and mm. so on so some of them are just collections some of the some of them are specific and deliberate in terms of instruction yeah so yeah yeah they've um and, and a lot of them would have been more immediately understandable and recognizable yeah. and so it's difficult to sometimes so yeah you've got to read a commentary that's zeroing in with mm-hmm. a microscope trying to find yeah. make each pearl shine john gill is exceptional on the proverbs okay. just by the way yeah i don't think i've ever used them yeah and then you've also got to look for proverbs that try and find the thematic context mm-hmm. the bigger so you want to you want to have a, a complement of commentaries in that regard so the niv uh application commentary mm-hmm. takes chapter by chapter and right. preaches the whole chapter Great. Whereas someone like Charles Bridges in The Banner of Truth gonna go would zero in yeah. on the individual verses, which yeah. is also super helpful. Totally. Well, you know, there's the message. Uh, if you do want to listen to the, the sermon itself, uh, we will, I'm sure, have that on uh, the GraceNet website. That's gracenet.co.nz. Um, and uh, so go listen to the next message. It'll be up there. It'll just give us a little bit of time to get it up if it's not up yet. Um, and uh, check it out. And if you look, if you're just listening to this and going, you know what, I need a place to go for devotions. I'm a little bit lost in space in terms of Bible reading. Just you don't have to do this for the rest of your life necessarily. Yeah. But um, just just get one in there chapter once. a day for a month, or one one uh, yeah, if you or just buy that crossway thing and just yeah, do one too. proverb a day. Um, we've answered the twilight zone. Oh. That's just my phone, guys. Relax. That's a, uh, You've just experienced as a listener what I have to go through every single that was my time wife. I hang out with Nick. That's his, that's his little, like, he hasn't changed that thing for the last. It cuts through all the background noise for you. Everyone stops. Cuts through the podcast. And everyone knows I just got a text. Yeah. Now the whole world knows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um, but yeah. So, and the other thing is, of course, if you're looking for a place to go with your kids, um, don't. Don't undermine the proverbs for family devotions. Similar yeah. sort of thing. Easy. Even if just just set yourself to go on five, ten minutes just discussing something with your kids. I mean, it's very hard not for something like that not to leave in, lead in some really good discussion. Exactly. Yeah. There's some point of departure you're going to be yeah. able to pick up on. T- totally. Like, what do you think this means when it says liars experience this? Or what do you think it means when it says folly does this? Or yeah. what do you think it means? You just ask a question, get them talking. And they're like, I mean, my kids really like the Proverbs. They just, they just, oh, I think it means this. Well, it's picture language, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's concrete. Concrete. Yeah. It's just, this is what I must do. It applies for school, usually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very much so. Yeah. And homework. So lots and of familiar sins like the tongue and yeah, anger. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just being lazy and all that sort of stuff. So it's, and it's just a great law gospel approach. I mean, just, just if you know nothing else, Give them law. Um, like Wesley used to say, 90% law, 10% grace, right? So once <laughs> Make you, sure you end the grace. Yeah, just make sure you get the grace part in. <laughs> but, but, you know, usually you feel the way... I mean, you know, I've, I've often experienced this with my kids. I mean, like, I'll tell them, hey, you should, um, you know, it's, it's wrong to lie or whatever, coming from the Ten Commandments angle. Yeah. But the proverb states that same truth in some way that really just punches you. And they feel that punch. And all of a sudden they like realize, oh, this is related to... F- foolishness and oh my goodness and and then and then they start to feel the weight of their sin just kind of like we did this morning with with your sermon and then you bring in the gospel and you realize how immeasurably amazing uh, god's grace is and And, uh, christ is the wise man who fulfilled the law on our behalf for the fools who who can't do it on their own amen he took the cross he took he took the rod for the fool's back and 
we follow Christ in His wisdom. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there's a there's that third use law thing coming Amen. through, and it's, second uh, use and third use. Yeah, I mean, and it's first true. use. Yeah. So if you common use the, sense for governments in there as well. Totally, equitable principle. Yeah. So if you uh, if you make use of a law gospel rubric on the Proverbs, you basically got what you need to just do something really solid with devotions. Mm. Um, anyway, so there's some thoughts for you. Whatever Wednesday. Uh, book of Proverbs. Don't look it's past good. it. We got it. We got to be in that book. Memorize them. Uh, all right. Uh, have a good day. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.